Let's talk about reality TV, social issues, popular culture and more Chatterbox Curran Podcast And I am back with another episode of Chatterbox Curran This is your host Curran Thomas I know, I know it's been a while since I put out an episode But I have been super busy with work Trying to get things sorted because I am making a transition next year. And yeah, I've been really busy. And I felt like, actually, I feel like I have neglected my podcast, but I haven't forgotten. Um. Anyways, so The Real Housewives of Orange County Season 16 has finally aired. This is, for those who have known me through my blogs over the years, This is by far one of, if not my favorite city in the entire franchise. I mean, it started the whole thing. I've always loved the OC. I've always had... Yeah, I've always loved the OC. Let's just keep it at that. And um, I didn't always love all the characters that have been on the show. But the, uh, the Real Housewives of Orange County, for me... Because of how it was filmed initially, I just fell in love with it. Yeah, so I'm excited that it's back. And even though if you follow my Twitter at ChatterboxKern, you might see me hating in quotations on Heather the Bro. Um, it's not necessarily hate, more so harsh criticisms. Because for me, Heather the Bro is too sanctimonious. Let's just put it at that. I feel like what she presents on screen, of course, is that that's what I have to go off of. And I feel like it's too pretentious. It's too condescending. And it's very elitist. And an elitist housewife is one of my least favorite kinds of housewives. I just can't do it. I mean, the very first time she came on the show, she judged Alexis so harshly. On being pretentious and and just boasting and bragging about things. And that's exactly what she did. So it, it felt hypocritical to me. But anyways, that's not the point. Yeah, so the new season started. And of course, because there was this whole announcement of Heather returning to the show. Of course, I tweeted that based on how the show is going to be promoted. It seems like it would be edited in Heather's favor. And it's quite clear. It's very evident. So the show, of course, got a revamp or a rebranding or whatever you want to call it. Any word that makes it new and fresh, that's what it is. And I actually enjoyed the episode. Um, It wasn't, like, extravagant or it wasn't, um, what can I say here? It wasn't as explosive as other premieres have been, but... It was good for OC, and it's kind of sad that I have to say it was good for OC when um other franchises or other cities have been critiqued so badly by fans saying it's boring and all of that. And if we compare other premieres of other cities in the franchise, we might say OC was boring too. But hey, um, that's just one opinion in a sea of opinions on this show. So yeah, we see Heather... Um, showing us her house that she built. She took five years to build her house. It's big, twenty-two thousand square feet. 
amazing. It's beautiful. It's everything that she wanted it to be. It took five years. It literally took the entire time she was on the show. Then she got fired, and now she's back. And it's it's good. It was good seeing her kids all grown up. Um, the twins getting ready for college. Um, Coco is not a little Coco bean anymore. Um, then we have Kat and... Am I forgetting one of their names? I think, yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> that was it, right. So, yeah, um, it was good seeing her kids. Not necessarily Terry for reasons I will not let go of. <laughs> I still I still have a, like, a sore spot or a bad taste in my mouth from when Terry spoke so condescendingly to David Bidor over being a construction worker or working construction. Like, how the hell did he think his house was going to be built? Construction. David, um, Terry wasn't going to build a house. He's a freaking surgeon, so someone has to build it. So I didn't like that. And that is why I said, um, I feel like they're just too pretentious and sanctimonious. And I feel like they would not. Yeah. Anyways, so the, yeah, so we're, we're meeting Heather again or being reintroduced to Heather. And then we get a glimpse into Shannon's life with her daughters. One is in Texas at Baylor University. The other two still in high school or something like that. Yeah. And then we got caught up with Gina telling Emily about the the case that she had filed against her ex-husband, Matt. And I'm happy that Gina did this because, as she said, she wants her children to see that she stood up for herself. And she could have easily dropped it, as she said, but she wanted to see, see the whole thing through. And kudos to her for doing that. So, as I said, this whole season, obviously, is going to be revolving around Heather. And she's going to be given the best edit they could possibly give her. I mean, they asked her to come back for a reason. They would never um, edit her badly in the first season that she has returned. Um, so we're introduced to other people through Heather. We're introduced to this girl, Nicole James. And apparently Shannon knows her because they were room moms like over 20 years ago or something to that effect. Or maybe, yeah, less time than that really, but... They were room moms, and that's how they met. But they were just like friends for, for two or three weeks. I think that's what Shannon said. But apparently, Nicole had sued Terry Debro for some um, botched surgery that he performed on her. And this is a big secret that Shannon shared with Gina off camera. Now, we know that if something is shared off camera, sometimes housewives bring it on camera. The thing, though... Shannon was not the one that brought it on camera. She didn't say it. Um, when she and Gina had uh, drinks with Emily, she didn't say it in front of Heather, but Gina did. Gina said it twice. Gina said it with Emily on the phone on the way to Heather's party. The, the You know, the party that they always have for a season opener or premiere, right? And she said it in her confessional. Mind you, confessionals are filmed throughout the season. And, of course, this would have been filmed after the whole bust-up, which you will see next week. So this is where my trouble lies with this um, situation. Um, Shannon and Shannon, Gina and Emily weren't necessarily close. But they're the only three that 
were saved from the firing or reshuffling from last season. So they had to show some kind of camaraderie in the beginning. I get that, fine. Shannon intentionally did not share this information on camera because Shannon really has never shared from what from my from my recollection she has never really shared anything damaging about anyone on camera that hasn't already been out there on camera right she has never done that people might say she is conniving and manipulative because she um puts the batteries in people's backs and wind it, wind them up but um if Nicole is Heather's friend, and according to Heather, she has known Nicole for over eight years, how is it that she does not know that Nicole sued Terry? That's a question I left the episode um, pondering on, because it doesn't make sense to me. Heather knows everything. Heather isn't dumb. There's no way Heather doesn't know what Nicole did. I don't believe it. I, I don't believe it at all. It seems to me that Heather and Nicole, when they're building their friendship, obviously this would have come up. I don't think anyone would just not know whether she changed her name or not. And they probably um smoothed it over. But this is reality TV. There's a reason these women were chosen, right? And Heather knew this would come up. She knows Shannon probably knew Nicole. Shannon is very reactive. She's over the top sometimes. And her hearing Nicole's name, of course Shannon is going to react like, oh my god, I know this girl. What? That can't be her. That type of thing. And she played right into Heather's hand. Of course, as I tweeted, Heather would have gotten the victim edit, the best edit for the entire season. So... Her using Nicole is like her way of getting a story started without actually doing the work. Kind of ingenious or kind of genius if you think about it, right? The issue I'm having though with that is why are Gina and Emily so hell-bent on getting this story out there to Heather? Based on the show and the context in which the show is being filmed, they don't know who Heather Dubrow is, right? They don't hang in the same social groups. Heather hangs with people in $22,000 square foot homes. Um, so that's not their crowd, right? Shannon is who they know, regardless of their history. They don't hate each other from my observation, right? I know they don't like each other, but I am kind of perturbed, or maybe that's a strong word. I'm kind of bothered. Actually, I'm pissed off. That's what I tweeted. I'm pissed off at the fact that Shannon and Gina did have good times more than she and Emily. And the fact that Shannon shared this information off camera, right? They owe Heather no loyalty. They don't know her in the context of the show. That's one. They also do not know who Nicole James is. That's two. So why? Why are they so hell-bent on getting this story out there to take something from season 9 of The Real House out of Beverly Hills? It doesn't make sense to me. Why would they want to tell Heather something that they had not confirmed with Nicole to, to find out the full details? Because Shannon heard the information. Of course, it was second-hand. And then they heard it third-hand or whatever hand it went, it went down to. That's a game of telephone right there. How is it that they're so interested in getting this out there 
and throwing Shannon under the bus. From my point of view, they know that Heather's return would mean Heather is going to get a lot of screen time. Heather is going to get the best edit. Why not be friends with Heather? Why not get Heather on your side by doing something like this to prove your loyalty or to prove that you like her, which is weird. You don't know her in the context of the show. You don't. So why? I don't get it. The moment they got the opportunity to throw Shannon under the bus, instantly they took it. That to me is quite shady. There are two new girls, Noella Berger and Dr. Jane Armstrong. Noella is married to some um, lawyer guy who, who basically later filed for a divorce a few weeks after the season started airing, or filming rather. And then you have Jen Armstrong, as I mentioned. Jen is an aesthetic... She's in aesthetic medicine. I don't know what that is, but I think she just injects Botox or whatever it is in people. I don't think she went to med school. I think she like paid to be in, to intern under some doctors or whoever, but she's been in business for a long time, so I guess it's not illegal to do what she did. To get where she's at. Um, so yeah. Noella is beautiful. Very beautiful. She and Jen seem interesting. I actually like Noella more than Jen so far. Because I feel like Jen's home life that we saw was a bit contrived and just planned for TV. Her husband just happened to have no shirt on the two times we saw him on camera. Please. Walking around with a dog as if. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't buy it. And... Yeah, Noel and Nicole are also friends, which is kind of interesting. I'm kind of, I'm kind of intrigued to find out or to see how they will phase Nicole out because so far this whole episode was about Nicole, Shannon, and Heather. Indirectly Heather because, you know, whatever. But I'm interested to see how they'll phase her out, especially how the episode ended, right? Because there's pre in the preview we see Nicole in other scenes, but of course by the by the time the season is ha was is halfway through filming she won't be there anymore which i find interesting and based on rumors this is all because of heather and not to give kelly dodd any props but she did say one time like in the past heather was trying to demand who filmed with who and all of that stuff and i guess she got her way the production bowed down to her because guess what if this story is true or the whole thing about um nicole swing terry bro it would not necessarily look good for them because production also, that is Evolution Media, they also shoot Botch, which is Terry's show on the E-Network. And why would you run an entire story for the entire season about someone who you work with on a show that is supposed to be fixing surgeries, but this, this storyline on, on another show is saying he botched someone else? So it would, it would seem a bit con conflicting, so I kind of get it. But it's kind of crazy how they just bow down to Heather based on what the rumors have said. But yeah, um, Noella, back to Noella. Noella is Bronwyn's friend or was Bronwyn's friend. And if you remember Bronwyn from last season, you'd have seen Noella pop up last season. Dr. Jen is also Bronwyn's friend, which is unbelievable how they fired Bronwyn. But two of her friends around the season interesting right um so yeah that's about what the whole episode was about um i'm excited for the season 
I've always loved the OC. As I said, it's basically my favorite city in the entire franchise. Shout out to Vicky Gunvalson. I don't care. Love Vicky. Will always love Vicky. And Gina Kyo, she is the B-O-S-S. Okay? Um, I'm, look- I'm looking forward to the season. I'm not going to hate Heather or hate Watch because I like the show itself. Um, let's see if Heather will change my mind throughout the, the season being aired. I will say, though, that Heather's demeanor was a little bit different. She seemed very comfortable on camera this time around, which is weird because she was on camera for five seasons, right? But she seemed much lighter. I got that energy from her. I don't know if she's acting. I've never seen her acted before, so I don't know if she's that good of an actress to change her personality completely. But she did have a moment. (laughs) She did have a moment when she... Um, randomly decided to bring Shannon and Gina to her home to, to show them around. Heather has never been spontaneous, ever. Heather has never been a spontaneous person. Everything has always been planned out. So this is why I, I said there is a little bit of a difference with her. And if this is the trajectory, I don't mind it because it would put her in a different light for me personally. Because as I said, I don't really enjoy her. I don't know her. She was on TV for five years. And I still don't know her life. She shared nothing with us really. It was all surface level. We never got any problems with her and Terry. Not that all marriages have problems. But if they did, it never showed. She made sure of that. And that's the type of person I feel like she is. Very type A. Very controlling. Always has to have it her way. But in the premiere, she was a lot lighter. She was very glam. She was still rich AF, but it was a bit lighter than before. She seems like she's going to be having fun this season. And I hope that's the case because I would really like to see Heather Page Kent Debro in a different light. See, this is me being objective or trying to start on a new slate with Heather Debro. Um, I can't wait to see the rest of the season. I... I'm just disappointed in Gina and Emily, how quickly they threw Shannon under the bus. And Shannon is being set up to be the villain. It was bound to happen, but if I know Shannon, she will still prevail because she's great. She's great TV, she's fun, she keeps the story going, and she's reactive. How can you not want a reactive housewife? That's it. So, if you like this recap, um, of course... Click like, leave a comment, send me an email at kern at kernthomas.com. Um, I'm not really that active on Instagram anymore. It's really hard to get that page to where I want it to because I'm not really an Instagram person. I do my blog and I do this podcast. So anyways, you can check check my blog out, uh, kernthomas.com. And of course, on Twitter at chatterboxkern. Yeah, I can't wait to see what episode two is going to be. The OC is back and the future is orange. 